Hello everybody and welcome to episode 132 of Near Perfect Pitch. Well this week I can tell you the programme was brought to you by the James Clark Five and the Plain Chocolate Digestive. Yes, I'll be talking to James Clark at the end of the programme and talking about uh, the wonderful new record which you'll learn all about come the end of the programme. Usual features of which there are several and I'll run you through them as I fade out the magnificent, magnificent teenage fan club. Now, new releases, tons, new material by the following folk. The Penelope Isles, they're up next. Hello, darling. Fever, Reclaim Vienna, that's an absolute belter. Cabinet of Millionaires have got something new called uh, Stop the Coup. Very, very, very poignant stuff. We've also got new material by Primitive Heart. Uh, Jade Imagine, No Hot Ashes. New material by the phenomenal Ride. They don't need much introduction, do they? Uh, Become the Sky, Possible Humans, New Age Healers. My God, it's just a potpourri of new releases and the memory fades title track to their new space pilot ep amidst all that there are our special features essential wax this week as brought to you by everything indie over 40 we've got uh, babble by that petrol emotion we've also got uh, tune this which is the orb this week we've got tinterweb time cover me and uh, our weekly peel and, and of course at the end we're talking to mr james clark let's get things Kicked off this week, shall we, with Penelope Isles. And here's something called Chlorine, the lead track to their new Until the Tide Creeps In EP.
off 2017's debut album, Alternative Freaks. That is uh, Sugarman from Liverpool and a track called AC. Facebook.com slash Sugarman UK. And before that, we heard from, uh, from Brighton, Penelope Isles, Chlorine, the lead track to their new Until the Tide Creeps In LP. Penelope Isles.bandcamp.com. Come right there's two songs that got us off to a decent start one of which was a new release as is this one here's something by uh hello darling of uh, their 2012 release europe here's something called capricornia could you ever understand how you ended up here any friend you've ever had has disappeared and the tug of a heartstring is the line that pulls you home You bear witness to the ones you used to know And I keep having these dreams And I keep having these dreams And I keep having these dreams When you fall down And when the lights go out And we will set the world to rights When I find you Under California skies Don't you want to be someone you Gotta let it go If we stay here we'll be old before we know And the shadow of a midday sun Burns beneath your feet And the old dogs are still sleeping in the street And I keep having these dreams And I keep having these dreams Keep having these dreams and I 
We're Not Defective. That's Fever. That's their latest single. I believe their third single, soundcloud.com slash feverband, and that's F-E-V-A. Before that, Hello Darling, from London, from uh, 2012's Europe, and that's a tune called Capricornia. And you can find them at allodarlin.bandcamp.com, A-L-L-O-D-A-R-L-I-N, allodarlin.bandcamp.com. And uh, that's uh, four songs into the programme. Coming up next, we've got some Reclaim Vienna and uh, something new by Daisies. You're thinking, new by Daisies? They just had a new album out. Well, they've got another one out now. They've got two LPs out within uh, the course of three months. And then after that, uh, we're going to get to some special features and uh, a bunch of catalogue, as well as the spate of new releases that I articulated to you at the top of the programme. Right then, up next, Reclaim Vienna.
Daisies once more from Olympia, Washington. And that's a tune called Freebird, and it's off their brand new LP, their second, as I mentioned, three months, entitled Two Daisies.bandcamp.com. And before we heard Daisies, we heard from Cheshire, Reclaim Vienna with Kick the Butterfly, Facebook.com slash Reclaim Vienna to follow them and find out what's going on. Now, let's hear something from the, the magical, the late Mick Bund under the guise of Mexico 70. What a songwriter he was, and uh, Mexico 70's body of work is quite a thing to behold. So get everything you can by them, including this. This is a Wonderful Lie, a single from 1991 on Cherry Red Records. Shocking Virginia, the coldest. Of- 
Order! 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 Don't try it. You're wasting your vocal cords, and above all, it won't work. Work. The office of Prime Minister requires integrity and honesty. People do not trust this Prime Minister to make the right choices for the majority of people. He inherits a country that's been held back by nine years of austerity. That's hit children and young people the hardest. Opportunity and freedom have been taken away. Austerity was always a political choice. I can't take it when you're laughing on TV. Cause it ain't no joke For the poorest families Let me tell you about Boris The racism of a man compared black people to Piccaninnies With watermelon smiles and Muslim women To bank robbers and letterboxes Which provoked a spike in hate crime On the streets of this city and across the country as well A man Well, I think the answer to that is Willy Bollocks. That is Cabinet of Millionaires. 
Stop the Coup, the Pfeffel Mix, and that's uh, Cabinet Millionaires versus Zion Train. Cabinetofmillionaires.bankup.com. That is superb. Laying into someone who deserves to be laid into. And I'll do some more of that in just a second. Before that, Wonderful Lie by Mexico 70 with uh, the late Mick Bund, the creative genius behind the band. What a beautiful, beautiful song that is. Wonderful Lie, the single from 1991. Up next, more. Uh, thematic stuff for uh, for Boris Johnson and Donald Trump. Let's enjoy this one. It's very apropos. Judging by his outlandish attire, he's some sort of free-thinking anarchist. I'll call security, sir.
Two songs you're going to be hearing off this week's Essential Wax, and that was Big Decision by That Petrol Emotion. I'll get back to that in just a second, but before I do, I'll remind you that before we heard that tune, we heard Mouthful of Shit by Chumbawamba of their 6LP Anarchy from 1994, dedicated to Johnson, Trump et al. What a world we live in, peeps. The only thing that honestly makes sense to me is music. It's the only thing. Music and love, and they're not too many miles apart. I can say that with reasonable certainty. Now, uh, our essential wax this week is typically brought to you by Everything Indie Over 40. They sponsor the uh, the section. Do visit them, a wonderful musical community online of like-minded music folk like ourselves. Everything Indie Over 40. Babble was released by That Petrol Emotion in 1987 on Polydor Records. It reached number 30 in the charts and was their second of five studio LPs. Let's hear another single. We heard one in Big Decision. Now let's hear Swamp, shall we?
yeah, one of two singles pulled off our Essential Wax, our LP of the week. That was Swamp and uh, preceded by Big Decision. It was released in 2001 with extra tracks and produced by Roly Moserman. And I tell you, Steve Mack's voice, absolutely magic. And again, Babble, that petrol emotion from 1987, their second of five studio LPs, is our essential wax this week. Now it's time for another, yeah, another special feature. We're going to go straight to Tune This, a song that uh, allows you to, to lose it uh, for a good few minutes and uh, just to import some reckless abandon and just forget about all the regular worries about daily life and forget about the news and all that stuff. Anyway, here's a good one. Enjoy this. What were the skies like when you were young? They went on forever. When I, we lived in Arizona, and the skies always had little fluffy clouds in them, and uh, they were long and clear. There were lots of stars at night. And uh, when it would rain, it, they were beautiful, the most beautiful skies, as a matter of fact. Uh, the sunsets were purple and red and yellow and on fire. The clouds would catch the colors everywhere. That's neat, because I used to look at them all the time when I was little. You don't see that.
That's this week's tune, this Little Fluffy Clouds Dance Mix 2 by The Orb. Second single from The Orb, essentially Alex Patterson from 1990. Hope you enjoyed that one. That was another special feature out of the way. Let's get another couple of songs in before we get into this week's hat trick, which is semi-thematic, a bit of a cop-out really in terms of a theme, in that it's a new release theme. There's a litany of new releases, so it wasn't very hard for me to amalgamate three of them. Still, you'll hear three in a row after you hear this by Primitive Heart, followed by The Proctors. Sometimes we change Sometimes we stay The same You compromise But you won't change
a band they are. That's the Proctors from the West Midlands and that's off 2013's Everlasting Light LP, theproctors.bandcamp.com and that's Yesterday's Boy that we heard. Beautiful stuff. And that was preceded by Primitive Heart with their latest single, primitiveheart.bandcamp.com and that was a tune called Baby, Baby. 
that we just heard. Now it's time for uh, our hat trick, and it's a new release hat trick, and we're going to kick things off with some Jade Imagine. Then we'll hear something by No Hot Ashes, and then we'll hear something off the new Ride LP. So enjoy this triple shot, shot, shot of new releases in this week's special feature hat trick.
have that bright eyed we hang out in the sky We follow city stars And as we walk we push back cars And run away when we set off the alarms And so Cheap Chardonnay and belly
And so ends this week's hat trick. That's Ride, brand new stuff, Jump Jet. This is not a safe place, is their sixth LP. It's brand new, thebandride.com. Get your copy if you already haven't got one. Now, before that, Bellyache, Snow Hot Ashes off the Hardship Starship LP, facebook.com. No Hot Ashes, a band to keep in touch with them. And kicking off the hat trick this week, uh, Jade Imagine, jademagine.bandcamp.com off the new Basic Love release and a tune called Big Old House. Right then, let's go to Liverpool now, and here's something by Become the Sky.
from Melbourne. That is Possible Humans off uh, their new Everybody Split LP and a tune called Aspiring to Be a Bloke. Possiblehumans.bandcamp.com is the URL to follow them by. And before that, from Liverpool, off uh, the Aurora EP, the lead track to the Aurora EP, Become the Sky with a tune called Violent Skies. Become the Sky.bandcamp.com. Now, let's hear something by the New Age Healers.
Records. With the title track to the new Space Pilot EP, that's The Memory Fades. The Memory Fades. And before we heard that, we heard Hang On by New Age Healers off the Debris Long Player, which is new, newagehealers.bandcamp.com. We are more than two thirds through the programme, and it's now time for a wee bit of this. Tinterweb time, boys and girls. Now, I mentioned that we're going to be speaking to the quite uh, chatty and uh, more than interesting James Clark at the end of the programme. Ex-Cherry Boy, and now has this new uh, new album out, James Clark 5, uh, Parlour Sound, absolute gem of a piece of work. Uh, however, if you listen to the interview, which you will at the end of the programme, he'll tell you about a song he chucked up on YouTube, which he does a lot of, uh, to screen songs uh, to, to gain some kind of uh, public feedback. But this one is particularly brilliant, and he talks about it, and you'll hear him talk about it if you listen to the end, which I hope and you should do. Anyway, I digress somewhat. The uh, the tune concern is called Einstein of No Einstein. So look that up, Einstein of No Einstein on uh, on YouTube. I'd give you the URL, which I have right here, which will be in the show notes as, as they always are, but it's a garbled URL. Keyword search it, listen to it, and uh, I'm going to play it for you anyway.
Saplan Pomois. That is a wonderful cover version. This week's Cover Me, that is White Horses from Manchester. Saplan Pomois, of course, the Plastic Bertrand classic, as done by uh, the Manchester magisterial outfit that is White Horses, who, of course, have been on the programme before. Pick that up at uh, CRC Music and uh, pick it up at any of the digital repositories out there. And before that, the memory fades with uh, Space Pilot, title track to the new Space Pilot EP. Now, what did we hear before that? Oh, yes, we had uh, Einstein of No Einstein, didn't we? We had uh, our Tinterweb time. Now, it's time to go to Edinburgh and hear something brand new by Sons of the Descent, who have also been on the programme. Uh, Sons of the Descent are uh, the, the lads from the Wendy's, essentially. And here's the physics of angels. <laughs>
Flat to 
This week's Weekly Peel, that is from the 9th of September 1994. Pulp, of course, with Common People, preceded by Physics of Angels, that is Sons of the Descent, sonsofthedescent.bandcamp.com. Nearly towards the end of the, the programme, where it's going to be an interview with James Clark. That's in about one, two, three, four songs' time. Let's hear something from Melbourne again, another band from Melbourne, this time City Calm Down, a tune called Visions of Graceland.
Terry Waite says this week's obligatory full oh, track from Ben Sinister, their ninth LP from 1986. Again, the fall with Terry Waite says. Before that, from Melbourne, Australia, City Calm Down with Visions of Graceland off their brand new television LP, citycalmdown.com. A couple of songs left before we get into the musical content of James Carp 5, which is wonderful. You're going to have a really good time listening to, to James and the tunes that surround the interview. But before that, let's hear some levitation.
ex-Wonder front woman. That's Dot Allison off her 1999 debut solo LP, Afterglow, and a song called Close Your Eyes. And before that, Levitation, off their third studio LP, which was initially released in um, goodness knows when. I'm trying to remember the year it was released, but it was re-released, I do know, in 2015, levitationband.bandcamp.com. And that was uh, Food for Powder, brilliant, brilliant tune. And as a reminder, before that, we heard our obligatory fall R track this week, which was Terry Wait Says of Ben Sinister. Now it's over to myself and James Clark for a chat. But before I do, let's hear two in a row of the new LP, Parlour Sounds. Let's start with this one. What do you know about Ray? I don't do the same thing to you. I don't come to your house and turn the red light out. This is fine, this is what I like. 
Jasper Green Wakes abruptly from a curious dream Of double cream Drifts again Rises finally a quarter to ten He's off again Snow green sky Floats on by Plays some fields Plays on wheels of fire Casper Green Smiles at Facebook and it's wonderful lives Lovely wives, eggs on toast, then decides to wear his indigo shirt. I find the key dirt in the park. Bands and tunes, feel inspired.
the redemption of Casper Green. Preceded by What Do You Know About Ray? Both off the James Clark Five's brand new record, Parlour Sounds, which you can snag at jamesclark5.com. And that's Clark with an E. Over to myself and James now for a chat. And I'll be back to play one more song, the third of three as chosen by James himself. So it's chat time. Back soon. Hello. Hello. James? Hi. James, you all right? I'm, I'm just trying to get Skype. I'm trying to get Skype going on my uh, laptop, but I think I think it might be easier if I do it by phone. Can you see me? Yeah. Well, what I was going to suggest actually is um, just take the camera off. It will just help with the bandwidth, you know. And um, we can just we can just chat. The, the audio is fine, James. If, if you're okay with this. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do that. Yeah. It's not not that I don't want to see your lovely face. It just helps with bandwidth. <laughs> No, I, no, I, I thoroughly understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, both, both, both premises. Yeah. So, how are you? I'm very well. Late autumn. Where, where are you? Uh, I can see you're in Ottawa, Ontario. Yeah, I am in uh, Ottawa, the capital of Canada, where it is transitioning into autumn, which is uh, a bit depressing because, just like everybody else. We love our summers, don't we? And uh, we we got robbed. We got robbed of one, didn't we? We did, yeah. But I, I don't mind autumn. You know, changing the season. Oh, I don't mind autumn as long as it persists with autumn. Doesn't transition into winter. That's the problem. You don't. Um, you don't. You don't sound like a Canadian, Dara. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm. Look, I'm. I'm happy to live here uh, and very grateful for, for for countless aspects of living in Canada. But I do. I do miss home terribly. But I'm married. I've got two Canadian kids now, and it's. Such is life, you know. Plus the, the world. What's that? Uh, you're from um, the northwest, the Manchester, is it? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good guess. I was sort of. Um, I was born in Leeds, brought up in uh, Cheadle, went in sort of Cheshire, and, and went to went to school in the Midlands. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you're 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 a displaced Scouser. So whereabouts are you in London? Uh, in Hackney. Oh, in Hackney. Okay, yeah, not 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 reasonably well. Well, it used to in the eighties. It's changed immeasurably, I'm sure, since when I lived in that neck of the woods. You know. It has. It's changed immeasurably since I moved here as well. Yeah. I moved in the eighty-nine, so that's literally that's thirty years. So it's been. Oh yeah. It was, um, it's um, yeah, it's become a bit gentrified since then. I'm since sure. The I'm sure it has because I remember. Yeah, that, that was the time I was living in there, the late eighties, early nineties, and it was they were heady days. Let's be honest, but uh, lot, lots happened since then. A lot yeah. has happened. Well, I wanted to first of all well, congratulate you on the new record. It's brilliant. I think I think I'm I'm not alone in, in that sentiment. You must be very happy with it. But I am very happy with it. Yeah, it's strange. Um, well, thanks for uh, thanks for your uh, your kind compliments about it. But yeah, I am happy with it. It's it, it, um, I mean, you probably know it's not the first album I put out as James Clark Five. Correct. But yeah. I think I, I think this is. I think this is the best one because it kind of hangs together more as a as a as an album than than, um, than the ones that have gone before. I was going to mention that to you, uh, and and my, my my listeners will probably think, oh, he's asking the same flipping question again. But this really seems like an LP, whereas the previous works, wonderful independent sort of uh, autonomous songs, but yeah. not really a part of a larger whole, as you probably you probably sort of uh, label. The old school LP, the, the, the new record, really seems yeah. a, a complete a complete whole. I, I was just wondering, you know, over what period was it written? Because it does seem like a very complete piece. Um, well, 
I mean, because I, I work on my own, I do work quite slowly and methodically. Um, so I guess it started um, around about 2014. So it, it did take four years because the, the original um, the original digital album came out in 2018. That's right, yeah. And then, and then Wally um, from the Music, he, he, he kind of um, approached me to put it out on CD. Uh, which happened a year later, so that was more or less a year later, May, May, June, May yeah. or June in um, of this year. Yeah. So it was still like four years in in the making, but uh, uh, but even so, I think um, I think it still has a uh, a sort of a sound that hangs together because ninety percent of it was recorded in my kitchen for start. Yeah. <laughs> so, using this, you know, quite. Quite basic kit, really, in mod- by modern standards. Um, the only one of the tracks, which is called Marade, which, uh, we did in a proper studio because that's we used a brass band. Yes. With that. Yeah, that I'm going to say it'd be really, hard to get that hard to get that lot between the cooker and the yeah, fridge, wouldn't it? That would be a logistical challenge. I mean, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a reasonable size kitchen, but you know that, that would be. <laughs> so, so that was the only one that, uh, on which I used a an actual proper studio or two studios in fact gotcha well it's like so it's a four-year a four-year genesis essentially so so being 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 that you are it um in terms of in terms of you getting stuff down in 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 the demo phase how do you how do you demo and how do you how how does how does a song um uh birth itself with 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 you how does it happen typically it births itself as um i'm sitting on typically sitting on the sofa playing a a spanish guitar yeah and um, and um, so I can I can get ideas doing that, or sometimes stuff occurs to me like a lot of you know songwriters will probably tell it like in the middle of the night. Yes. And so I, I have to have my phone ready to sort of um, to to hum ideas in like melodies at three o'clock in the morning. You know, I just have to put the sound the little sound up on the phone. Yeah. And often I you know. A lot of the time, I listen to it the next day. I think, "What the bleeding hell was that?" It just sounds like a load of mumbles, mumbo jumbo. <laughs> um, but well, it, so it depends how much directions I can get onto the original, um, the original sort of draft, if you like. Yeah. But um, as, as regards as regards demos, I mean, I, I don't I don't record demos as as such because what I do is I just go to the <laughs> go to Go to the kitchen. Um, <laughs> well, well, I mean, it, the, the song has to be more or less fully formed. Not not necessarily fully. Could be eighty or ninety percent formed before I kind of start it. Start recording, if you like. Yeah, yeah. And um, and and often I can I, I can start recording, and um, um, it might be a sort of five or six minute version. There might be an element of improvisation with what I do. Yeah. And um, and then. What I'll then typically do is then I'll sort of knock it into shape, do some editing, you know, cutting and pasting and stuff like that on the digital studio. And um, so often I, I, I build that into the creative process, really. And so I can often start with songs that are kind of, like I say, three quarters finished. Uh, but sometimes they're completely finished and, you know, I can just put them down quite quickly. Uh, and the, the, uh, these days the recording process is kind of merged in with the creative process as well with the writing process too which I love I love that um, well there's that immediacy there's that immediacy isn't there whereas before I'm sure way back when in the day 
you've got to be a lot more patient to get your art out there. I mean, now you're in your kitchen, and, and granted, it's very subjective for you because you're spinning a lot of plates yourself, but it must be very satisfying to, in such a short amount of time, be able to have the fruits of your labour there, right in front of you. Yeah, well, that's the great thing about, you know, the modern technology, Dara, is that you can have, you know, I can, you, you can literally have something recorded and put on the internet the same day if you want. That's it, that's it. And even if you, you know, there's, there's people there trying to break world records to get things pressed to vinyl same day after being recorded. I mean, it's, the immediacy is wonderful, but it also has, you know, has its cons as opposed to its pros because it's a, it's a wholly different process, especially when you go back to the Cherry Boys, I'm sure that you sat there and it was very methodical and, and very, very planned and it was a long it was a long turnover now you're rattling stuff out which which i suppose does run the risk of you um not having as much of a tangible grip on it because i would i would imagine that third parties like other people and sounding boards would help when yeah. you when, when you when you've got your craft now, now who do you showcase your work to or is it, is it very very personal do, 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 well, do you have a, a tight group around you that, that's that's a good question, Dara, because um, it, this kind of concerns me a little bit sometimes because I tend to be a little bit, I, I don't tend to run songs past people right. before, and and that's as you say that's the, the sort of exact opposite to the way we used to do it. For example, in Cherry Boys, you know, yeah. we had to bring we had to bring songs to the rehearsal and you know run it past people, and sometimes they would get rejected or or you know we we or, or at least. If it was accepted, we'd, we'd all be involved in knocking it into shape, you know, the way the way bands still do, you know, really. yeah. they're, they're proper proper actual bands rather than, you know, people like me who are just mucking around in the kitchen. So, um, it, yeah, it's a bit of a concern to me that I am, you know, the only quality control I off, often have is, is, is me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so so there's every chance that it's like a high wire. There's every chance that there's something that will put out that is um, uh, that is a bit crap, frankly, or people just don't like. But I mean, but what what I, what I do is, is uh, normally when I finish one, is I put I, I stick it on YouTube, and then I can kind of gauge. I get comments and feedback. Yes, I've seen. I've seen so. Well, uh, to, in fairness, the. There's there's no really bad feedback on the YouTube things there. There's lots of creative, uh, creative and, and uh, friendly commentary on there. I think most most often. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so even that is not uh, is not a guarantee because if, if you know if somebody thinks it sucks, then they'll probably just pipe down. You know, That's exactly. It. You're, you're only going to get yeah. YouTube's only going to going to get you sycophants on there, so you're not going to really gauge it. But, but at the end of the day, who cares? <laughs> Who honestly cares? I mean, I know it's a difficult thing, and, and you've touched upon it quite nicely. But I would imagine any 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 craft that is wholly subjective, from genesis to to, to, to creation, you've got to have a level of confidence to be able to, to to chuck out material like that. I mean, it's not as if you're a novice either. So you obviously you obviously know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've I've, you know, I've I've been at it for a while now, as 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 you know. And you know, you, you can you can get feed, you, you can get uh, somebody can pipe up and say, "Oh, that's the best thing since strawberry field," or somebody else can say, "Well, I think that sucks," but that doesn't mean to say that they're right. You know? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Could be wrong. Again, sort of tangentially moving a little bit, but it's the same kind of thing. But the, the aspect of self-production is, you know, you've got these multiple tracks in front of you, and uh, yeah. you're entrusted to to fine tune them. That that must yeah. be that must be a big ask for yourself, surely. It, 
it is, but I I enjoy it. I, I, that's that's the part of the process that I really enjoy is kind of putting it together and yeah, sort of obsessing a bit. I'm a bit anoraki about you know putting it together and getting yeah. getting sounds sort of uh, I, you know, because I've got you know I, I don't have any deadlines. Nobody's waiting. You know, nobody's <laughs> there's no A and A. There's no A and R man waiting up here. So. Yeah, nobody's waiting for the stopwatch, you know. So I can take as long as I like with with with, with these things, and um, and that's what I like. I like I like that process of um, of uh, of recording everything myself. You know, I, it's it's a, it sounds a bit uh, or, or sort of control freaky. No. But, um, it's kind of the one area of, of, of my life that I am a bit of a control freak. So therefore. I kind of enjoy it and protect it a little bit, you know. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, I could just, you know, I, and not everything I record does work, you know. So, sometimes I, not very often, but I, some, sometimes I just, you know, start something and think, well, you know, it's not really good enough or it's not really working. Um, so, and so I've, I have abandoned a few songs, but not many really. But I just, I mean, generally, I just, because um, I enjoy the process so much, I think, I think that sort of comes out, you know, that, I think that enjoyment and enthusiasm is I think sort of trans- transmitted in a lot of, in, in a way, you know. Well, I think that's wonderful, because a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of creative um, folk, at that last hurdle, whereby they're more than happy to entrust it to somebody else to finish the race for them, whereby you are... Uh, you're there from the first hurdle to, to, the, to the finishing tape, which you know, takes all sorts. It's just a difficult thing to do, but if you can do it, fan flipping tastic. Now, I was going to yeah. ask. I was going to ask you. Um, I mean, you're, in, you're in Hackney, and of course you're, you're a scouser. But uh, l- l- lyric, lyrically, what's what's impelling you to put pen to paper now? Lyrically, is is it, obviously that's a very very succinct question because it's a, it's a broad gamut, but. Is anything uh, predominating your thoughts right now that, that needs to be written about? Ap- um, apart, apart from the obvious horrible political climate, which I'm sure is uh, is predominating everybody at the minute. Well, funnily enough, I've just I've just took a song on YouTube this week, which is uh, inspired by the, our, our one and only uh, Prime Minister. Bozza? Um, oh, really? Well, I'm going to have to... Am I at liberty? Can I, can I play that? Uh, is that OK if I, if I play that on the show? Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah okay. I make, I make. I haven't, haven't, haven't been online and been checking stuff out this week, but I'll check it out. And uh, so it's obviously politically motivated towards Mister, Mister J, um, which it, which it's, it's it's a bit of a character assassination, put it that way. Oh, lovely. Um, oh, great. That makes it even even more appealing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's very topical. <laughs> great. Well, that's going to be on the next one. Brilliant. Yeah, so it's just timed very nicely for him, uh, you know, kind of imploding, really, or potentially. But let's not get into that. But anyway, that that kind of answers your question. The song's called Einstein or No Einstein, by the way. So look that up on YouTube. It's on there now. It's only been there. I literally stuck it on two days ago. Oh, perfect. Brilliant. I'm going to give that a spin, and I'm going to listen to that as soon as I'm off the blower with you. That's great. And and lyrical inspiration, of course... You've got the whole world out there, but but Merseyside is an intrinsically unique part of the world. I'm not going to go into the nuances because because people who listen to the show know know enough that I speak to enough Scouse artists and and they understand they understand cultural hotbeds like Liverpool, they understand Glasgow, they understand Manchester, London to a degree. But all that being said, Liverpool is an intrinsically intrinsically unique part of the world. Never mind the UK. 
And if you are from there, you are in many ways blessed because of uh, who you are innately by virtue of just having been born there, that the level of tolerance and the understanding and the, the multiple mosaic culture of Liverpool is, you, yeah. can't, you can't shake it. doesn't matter where you go, Scouser's a Scouser's a Scouser. And being a lifelong yeah. Liverpool fan, I've got enough experience to to have spent oh. countless countless days and hours in, on on Merseyside with people, and 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 really being from Yorkshire, being from a, a part of the world where people are wholly wholly hospitable and shirt off your back merchants, Liverpool takes that to the next level. So I'm just wondering, you know, mis displaced Scousers. That they always yeah. have this yearning, like an iron filing to a magnet, to go back to Merseyside. How, how are you, with regards to going home quite often and, and, and feeling indelibly attached to the place? I am, um, of course, you're right, I'm indelibly attached to the place. But um, I, I go on maybe once or twice a year now, not, 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 that, not that often, not yeah. as often as I, as I, as I used to. Um, but yeah, it's still, you know, it, it will always be my home, and, and, I've, and I've got, of course, I've still got friends there, and family there, and all the rest of it. Um, but um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm one of these rare scousers. I mean, there, there were a few of my mates that sort of uh, attempted the migration down, you know, around about the same time that I did in the 80s, and they all kind of drifted back. Um, eventually, but I kind of stuck it out because I, I, I love London. Well, you know, London, London. London is a vibe. Let's be honest; it really is a vibe, and it's hard. I mean, yeah. having 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 lived there, it's, it's hard. I mean, if you if you can afford to to live in London and can afford to live properly, it's just it really yeah. is a centre of the universe. But it doesn't take away from the the intrinsic uniqueness and beauty of Liverpool either. No, no, of course, yeah. I mean, Liverpool is is is, is still you know the. the one of the greatest cities in the world, you know. I'm coming from Liverpool, as you say, it's kind of almost like being a nationality. But a lot of Liverpoolians so regard themselves as English, regard themselves as Scousers, above, you know. Above, Absolutely, uh, and for good reason. As I say, it is, it is it is as culturally unique as the West Bank. I keep trying to explain to people, it is that it is that unique of of, of a yeah. place. Well, I was just wondering: do, do you uh, do you still see see the old lads like uh, John and Chris and 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 the boys? Do, do, do you keep in touch with them at all? Um, I keep in touch with Howie, who is the the drummer in the, the Jelly Boys, and, yep. and also my my, um, my songwriting partner in Exhibit B, which came after the Jelly Boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still um, very much in contact with Howie. Not. Um, not so much. I haven't spoken to John Cherry for years because he's moved out to Guernsey, or uh, <laughs> I think he lives in. I think he lives in Guernsey now, some, somewhere weird like that. Um, so he's gone. He's like, gone. He's gone the whole hog. He's gone to Guernsey. Blimey. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, each to their own. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit. It's too slow for I'm me, not, but still. I'm not. I, 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 who am I to judge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are who are any so, of us? Who are any of us to judge? And and. Uh, the rest, I suppose, maybe some fleeting social rubbing of shoulders, but not really keeping in touch per se. Yeah, not not really keeping in touch. So um, we had a reunion gig about ten years ago. Um, I remember that. The, yeah. Me, me, me and uh, Jimmy Sangster, who used to play bass in in Black, and Howie and uh, Ian McNabb, because we 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 used to, our very first band that we used to be in. Uh, when we were kids, basically, it was a band called City Lights. Yeah. And we were, and we were, we were just like a kid. We were just like a bunch of kids playing uh, cover versions, you know, in social clubs. But um, so we, we we had a little reunion about ten years ago uh, for Harry's birthday, 
Nice. And so that that that, that was uh, well, that was interesting, but it was it was an enjoyable gig. So uh, yeah, I don't see I don't see them very often. Howie's the one I keep in touch with because I'm, I'm you know we, we we share more of a kind of musical past because we wrote the songs together. And, yeah. You know, we just we just kind of get on. We, we, we get on well. Um, and also Jimmy Sangster, the guy I mentioned, like, I keep in touch with him as well. Perfect, perfect. And, and Chris is still drumming for Ian, isn't he? Oh, Chris Sharrock, you mean? Yeah. No, no, Chris um, Chris Sharrock, well, I, 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 um, I lose track of who he's playing with. He was playing with, like, Roddy Williams. He was playing with... Uh, that's Ian, it, that's Ian it. Ian yeah, I think, I, was, I think he was with Oasis for a while. He was, he was. I, I can't nail him down. I was hoping that you could actually tell me where he is right now because it's just so, one of those I, things. He's just like a, uh, he's a, he's, he's a very much in demand drummer. But who he's playing with, no. But I mean, it, my guess would be maybe he's playing with Liam Gallagher, but I'm not. Yeah, you know, um, I'm not 100% sure. No, no worries. I just just thought you might know. I'll just I'll look, I'll look it up. It's that simple. I just thought, being that being that there's been a history, it might might be worth asking. I was going to also ask you, um, being that I'm, I'm a really lazy, intrinsically by nature individual, could you choose three songs from the new LP for me to play? Oh yes, um, uh, I'd recommend. Um, what do you know about Ray? Excellent. Um. Choice two would be um, the redemption of Casper Green. Okay. And song three, um, maybe Jade. All right. I'll just listen to that this morning. Excellent. Excellent. So, oh. so there's the three. I'll play them around the interview. And there's, there's one last question I've got for you. And it's completely unrelated to music, but you you will you'll be as enthused, I think. Everyone, everyone I've ever interviewed since the beginning of time, I always ask this question at the end, and it's hypothetically, you're around my place, you've had a successful gig, you've got a nice hot bevy in your hand, and I come out of the pantry with the magic biscuit tin, and you can choose any biscuit, past, present, or even future, what biscuit would you plump for? Which biscuit? Biscuit uh, or derivative, because I've had a lot of people cheating it and getting into the realms of cake and Kit Kat bites. Yeah. Yeah, I was. It's funny you should say that because like a Jaffa cake flo uh, just floated through my mind then, you know. And but, but some people, uh, some people disallow that on the on the on the basis that it's a cake. Yeah, that um, might that might have to go to VAR that one. No, but I, I, no, the, the Jaffa cake that certainly counts. Parking, no, I'm not saying that's my choice, darling. No, okay. So what's your choice? Basically, I'm filibustering while I think. Um, <laughs> it, it would have to be uh, a chocolate digestive, but plain chocolate, dark oh, chocolate. Okay, chocky plain dige. Okay, I'll send you this. I've got this really, really. Uh, it's something that I'm uh, pathetically proud of. It's this, this, this uh, very articulate infographic with every artist next to their biscuit. So I will send. I will send you this. Uh, this. This wonderful poster that you can burn. Burn in your kitchen. Oh, fabulous. Wonderful stuff. So, so it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I'll be in touch with regards to when it's going to be broadcast. So I'm, I'm thinking in the next uh, next week or two this will be out. So I'll I'll be in touch. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, Dara. We'll uh, look forward to that. It's been a pleasure. It's been a real pleasure, and 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 uh, I love I love your work, and I'm just I'm just happy that uh, I know Wally, and, and that Wally. Uh, I have to thank him for for my introduction to your work, and uh, that that's. Well, yeah, I've got a lot to thank Wally for myself. He's a top man. He's a top man, and one of these days, maybe we'll get you out here, because he just lives down the way from me. So uh, maybe one of these days, okay. you've got an open invitation to Ottawa anyway. Oh, 
I, I would love that. Yeah, that. That might be more likely than you might think, but uh, at the moment I'll leave it at that. Okay, well, I'll, I'll make sure I get some plain chocolate digestives in, in, in stock just in case, yeah? Yes, please. All the best. Thanks a lot, James. Okay. Cheers, Dara. Take care. Bye. Thank you, kind sir, for your time. Thank you, James Clark. That was a good little chat, wasn't it? Hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Now, time for one more song. Let's hear Jade of Parlour Sounds. James Clark 5. That's Jade. That's the third of three songs as chosen by James himself. We heard What Do You Know About Ray, The Redemption of Casper Green, 
and Jade all off the, the magnificent Parlour Sounds LP, jamesclark5.com. Thank you to James, of course. Needless to say, massive thanks to you lot for listening. Give me uh, two, three hours of your very valuable time. Do me a favour, pass on the uh, the show to other folk, those that you think will benefit from some decent tunes and others that you know like decent tunes but know not of the programme. Do spread the word. I'd be very grateful. On that note, be good, be safe, have a great week. Back next week. ta up.